Hey guys, it's Scott. I'm finally feeling better. Our family is better. Thank you guys so much for the well wishes. We all hugely appreciate them. Man, that cold really laid us low. I have to say it's been quite a long time since I've been sick, given how hunkered down we've been. Yeah, it was not pleasant. Anyway, a couple quick things. I wanted to mention that next week, Wednesday is our second class. For anyone who isn't a paid subscriber, I'm running this class, Comic Writing 101. And this week coming up is voice. That's our big subject. So it's about finding your voice. It's about what voice is. It's about finding that perfect marriage between form and content and a real synergy of expression in your work. And we're going to look at some great examples from classics like Dark Knight Returns to newer books like Monstrous and a whole bunch of other things too. So it's one of my favorite classes. I hope you'll sign up. And if you sign up, all of our other classes are available to you in archive, video and audio. And uh, it's only seven bucks per class. So it's, you know, two hours live from my local comic store, Fourth World Comics. Go follow them. They're amazing. Family run shop for years. I've been going to them since before I broke into comics. And yeah, please sign up, Tyler, if you'll put the button right here for the sign up. And I hope to see you in class. Secondly, we announced our Blacktop Bill special for December for Noctera, our image series, me and Tony Daniel. It's a special issue drawn by the legend Dennis Cowan, colored by Chris Sotomayor. I think it's going to be Kent Williams on inks too. So incredible team. And it's going to tell the secret origin of our big bad guy, Blacktop Bill, who's one of the breakout stars of the series. So I'm really thrilled about it. It's definitely one of the darkest things I've written in a long time, which is always fun. So that's December. And yeah, that's kind of all the self-promotion I have. The thing I, I thought maybe I'd talk about a little bit today is creating IP or creating characters and the life that they can sometimes take on both under your guidance and outside of it. It's been a really interesting couple of weeks in that regard for me. A couple of the creations from my time at DC have found new life in other mediums. So for example, the Court of Owls is going to play a big part in the new video game, Gotham Knights. And DC was kind enough a couple of years ago to fly me out to LA to meet with them with DC Montreal, who's doing the game, and show me early gameplay and discuss the story tree. And for anyone that doesn't know, like a video game storytelling is really different than in its construction and architecture than comics or screenplay or televisual writing. It's really interesting because it's very experiential. They want you to create a story that will allow players to explore certain spaces in the game. So there's kind of a choose your own adventure feel to it, but it has to have a really strong core narrative that also propels you to want to continue the main story as much as you want to go off on these little tributaries and peripheral side missions and stuff. So they were great about inviting me out and I, I loved what they had planned and the, the court looks amazing and it was huge fun. So on the one hand, you have things like that, where the Court of Owls has had this whole second and third life already in um, Gotham, the TV show, and in this animated flick that DC did, Batman and Son. And then other characters that you had a lot of high hopes for, like Harper Rowe, Bluebird, you know, you just weren't able to kind of get through the way that you wanted. And now she's kind of starting to pick up again in other series as well, which I'm really excited about. But it's interesting because that time period that we were working on her, we created another character too, who's now 
really picking up steam in a bunch of different places, Duke Thomas. So I wanted to talk for a minute about like, as an example of how things can go with a character or a villain or a team or a creation that you come up with with your co-creator, how it can take on a whole life outside of, of your plans. So Duke, we came up with all the way back in like 2011, 2012, as a character to sort of be part of this whole population of young heroes that we were trying to create in Gotham at that time to fill the kind of vacuum that had been created when Damien died. So Grant Morrison's plans had always been to kill Damien. It was in his initial pitch that we had all read for Batman and Robin and to take him off the table for a pretty extended period of time at least. I mean, there weren't plans necessarily to bring him back. And so there was this sort of open field for a while where, you know, I was just getting used to being on Batman. So I didn't see myself as like the head of Gotham or anything like that. But my goal was to try and create some young new characters that would be potential, not Robins, because we felt we'd retire that mantle for a while, but would be other exciting heroes that would try things differently in Gotham. So Harper Row, Bluebird, was created to sort of be somebody who had to do with power structures in Gotham. And her whole thing about understanding the power grid and the failing infrastructure of Gotham and being someone who really was kind of on her own was all about this kind of really street-level heroism in Gotham and understanding what it's like from the opposite end of the spectrum of, of Bruce Wayne. And at the same time, we were thinking of a character that would start to protect Gotham by day, that would be someone who was like, we have to look out for new threats, young threats growing in the daytime. And that was sort of where we started thinking about Duke. And I had these uh, this idea, and it, not to get too in the weeds, but I had this idea that we'd create this kind of whole flock of new birds instead of robins, but Bluebird and... Oh, we had all these names <laughs> and you can see hints of them in some of the stories I did, like Canary and other things like that. In some of the Batman stories we did, you see some of these bird names floating around. But the idea was to create new young characters that wouldn't be Robins, but would be able to be mentored by the Robins. And my real dream, not to get like too what if what could have been, was to create a book called Robins that would be all the former Robins, including Steph and, and how they would be training this up and coming group. And to create kind of a new young set of threats also in a, a younger Arkham Asylum, villains with superpowers and all kinds of stuff. So it was, it was to kind of do that under the sort of parental watch of Batman in a different way. But as all this was building and we were trying to construct it, DC really decided Damien was too big a character to leave off the table. And they had planned on putting him in some animated stuff. And also there were ideas about putting him in I think it was video game or televisual stuff. And so they brought him back. And so bringing him back changed the whole landscape. And that meant there was going to be a Robin and there was going to be a Batman and Robin book. And in having a Batman and Robin book, there wouldn't be room necessarily to be creating quite as independent a young community of heroes, just because there'd be a focus again on what it meant to be Robin, especially with somebody who has such a different background than most Robins, the way Damien did. So it became about, well, how do we take this character like Duke, for example, who we love, who's all about doing it himself, finding a way, a new way of protecting Gotham that is outside of Batman's purview. And so we were like, well, let's keep our plan about these characters finding each other. Let's do something. We are Robin. And it was this idea about Robin doesn't need Batman. Robin is youth. Robin is civic duty. Robin is heroism in a different way. 
it doesn't depend on Batman. It doesn't need Batman's help or to be beside him. It could be something independent of him. And then we were like, let's build that up and create this whole thing. And if we tie all these characters together, maybe we even have a generational fight between Bruce and these younger characters. Or maybe we don't. We have Bruce on their side against villains. And However, but it was this kind of fertile, exciting moment. But because so many different things were happening at DC at once, a lot of good things, but it was volatile in 2015, 2016, with a lot of changes, a lot of things they felt they needed to try new initiatives. We couldn't really make it come together. And so it became for me about really trying to find an identity for Duke with some great co-creators, people that were invested in a character like Tony Patrick, Cully Hamner, and Greg, where he wouldn't get lost the way Harper had started to get lost. And I'm so glad again, like to see Harper coming back in a huge way. But you know, for us, I had been working with Duke for a while at that point. And so the idea was to create an identity where he would be Gotham's protector by day and he would be sanctioned by Batman, but he would do things differently. and He'd see different threats and all of that. So, you know, we thought about calling him many different things. We were tired the idea of coming up with a new bird name just because it just felt like everything didn't really work. And we wanted him in yellow, something bright for day. And then it was about, well, let's make him a beacon. Let's call him Signal. So... We really loved it. I'm really proud of the series, the miniseries that we did, me and Tony Patrick and Cully. Again, it was a strange time. There was a lot of volatility at DC and good and bad, a lot of just creative energy all over the place. So there wasn't the kind of room for him on the other side that I had hoped. But to see him now taking off in his own right has been thrilling. And I really hope fans will go support everything Tony and other people are doing with him. He's in both the Webtoon series the Wayne family adventures as kind of a big lead. And also he's going to be in this animated show bat wheels, which I'm hugely excited about where he's again, a main character and a main focus. So sometimes you do things that really take off and, you know, you have a lot of say in how that happens because you're right there as it's going on, like Batman who laughs and Batman who laughs is now going to be part of the Fortnite story. And he's all over <laughs> these heavy metal things in Europe and there are big plans for him coming, which is huge and exciting to see. And I'm involved in that stuff. And then other times, you know, you want something for a character. You have a dream of what Gotham could be and it kind of changes and you adapt. And the stuff that you had planned, like bringing Cass and Steph in through Batman Eternal, linking them up with Duke and Harper and these other characters, and then sort of creating this whole community of young heroes just doesn't come together but they find new life in really exciting ways outside of your shepherding them. So that's kind of what's going on now. But the other side of that is when you do creator own work, like I'm doing with Comixology and with Image, you have so much control over it. And it's hugely exciting to see. We just had really big movement this last couple of weeks with both the Noctera TV development process and also with witches, which is in development for television and I'm writing and Jock is doing art or so yeah, it's in that regard, having creator own work, it's just a totally different matrix. You can hang on to it if you want and be involved in every aspect of it. So there's joy to both. There's joy to seeing things take on a life that you could never expect for them and see people do great stories and great things with characters that you created and then couldn't have done as much with. And then there's a tremendous joy, maybe even greater, to making your own stuff outside of licensed work and having a, a, an actual hand in how those things then take the next steps. So 
both are great, but uh, I feel very lucky for having a chance to be involved in both processes. So anyway, again, I hope you'll sign up for our class Wednesday. Check out this Blacktop Bill special in December that's going to be in previews coming up. And uh, yeah, let me know anything you want me to talk about, anything you want me to do differently. I really do look at the comments in these posts and I'm on Twitter. My DMs are open if you want to reach me. I should never say that, but it's true. And we have a discord for people in the class where I'm pretty active as well. So thanks again.